out there in podcast land and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we crack a couple jokes, we give you our insight into the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Hollywood, and I'm joined by my co-host, Adam. Hello. Just Adam today. Yeah. No maestro. This week we are watching 2006's 16 Blocks. 2006? Oh, no. That's uh, fine. Okay. <laughs> Uh, we were watching this movie because Bruce Willis has a new movie coming out yeah, he this does. weekend, Death Wish, the Death yeah. Wish remake yeah. by Eli Roth. This is a reboot? It's a, a remake? It's, it's a remake. Okay. Yeah. Because the in this one, I think he's a surgeon. That's what he yeah. said on the interview, right? In right. the original one, Charles Bronson was an architect. Oh, okay. And I got to watch this one because I've seen all four Death Wishes. Oh, is that right? And... The first Death Wish is like the first Taken. Like it's a legitimate action movie. Okay. But then like the Taken movies, the Death Wish movies became more and more ridiculous. Okay. Where, mistakes. Where Charles Bronson, I think in, I think he was 72 years old when he made part four. Jesus Christ. But he's still like out there intimidating guys like, hey, I'm going to get you like with his gun. Okay. And, and like this is it doesn't work. fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and my dad, his favorite actor was Charles Bronson. One of his fa- – it was Kurt Russell and Charles Bronson. All right. And I noticed something. Met like Hispanic Latino men who came to the U.S. in that er- in the era, like around okay. the time, like around people were like our age, our fathers. Yeah. For some reason, Charles Bronson is like their guy. Like my my friend who does oh. chili cook off, his okay. his dad's favorite actor was Charles Bronson, and I, my two best friends, their guy, their dad's guy is Charles Bronson. I have a theory. Uh, I, I think it's because he pretty much embodies what machismo is yeah. in, in Hispanic <laughs> culture. Like just the man's man, like doesn't take shit. Yeah, just like. No, no. This is what I do because this is what a man is supposed to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's very, that's very big in Hispanic cultures. The whole machismo thing. Yeah, and Charles Bronson is that he's a poster child for that. And that's what Death Wish is. The original Death Wish. Yeah, New. It, it's in the it's in the uh, Take a Pell One Two Three era of New York, where okay. it's just a shithole. Okay. And his uh, wife and daughter are raped and terrorized by these like gangsters. The cops aren't going to help me. I'll take care of it myself. And that's the whole thing. He becomes a vigilante. Well, you saw the trailer for the new yeah. Death Wish. It's pretty much the same concept. It looks good. It looks yeah. fun. I love revenge movies. Yes. Any kind of revenge movie, I'm, I'm all about it. Uh-huh. Um, with the exception of last week's. Oh, <laughs> Max Payne. Max Payne. Yeah. <laughs> it, was that, it felt light on the revenge somehow. Yeah. It didn't give me the feel like I'm trying to get vengeance. It was more just like a, I'm going through the motion of this because it's my life now. Well, yeah. We brought up last week. They should have... Uh, brought up the whole for people who never played the game like me, yeah, who aren't familiar with it. They should have brought up in the beginning that his wife and daughter were murdered, so he's like helping on figuring yeah. out who solved the it case. It should have been a more thorough line of the movie where it kept flashing back. Yes, like those, those terrors would not leave him. Yes, and just keep reminding him over and over again what he's doing. Yeah, uh, another good revenge one that I, I just showed my girlfriend was a uh, Memento. Oh, that's. That is one for the books. That's Christopher Nolan, dude. He did all the is dark, that right? Yeah, he did the Dark Knight movies. Fantastic. He's great. There, I I own the special edition DVD where if you enter a certain sequence, the movie plays Forward? front to back. Okay. And it's a trip watching it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a real fucking trip watching it front to back. Oh man. But I do. I, it, it's great because it, they expl- the like you say the, they set up the rules perfectly. He has long term memory, so he does know how to drive. He does know how to eat, how to brush his teeth. But right. it's, but they explain it in a perfect way it's his short term memory loss. Yeah. Excuse Everything me. It was, do it was I? Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Everyone he meets, he's like, "Hi, I'm sorry, I'm probably doing this, but have we met before?" Yeah. And then it's 
Hi, sorry. We it, yeah. it, it's it's fantastic. Lenny, Lenny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. And the tats. It's like brilliant. For the clues. Everything's brilliant. Yeah, that's a, that's a great movie. Yeah. So this movie, 2016, 16, 2006 is 16 blocks. It's directed by Richard Donner. Richard Donner did Superman, the original Superman movie. He oh. did all four Lethal Weapons. Ah. He did The Goonies. Okay. So Richard Donner, Not bad. well-known guy. He also co-created the Tales from the Crypt TV show, one of my favorite shows from uh, when I was a right. kid. And this movie stars Bruce Willis. Yeah, man. He's back. He's, yeah, he's back. I've, this This was... I feel like for me, after a break, that he hadn't been around in a while. Like mm-hmm. I think Hostage was there, but it wasn't like like okay, uh, back in this kind of genre where it's just it's action, action. Yeah. Uh, before this, I think it was Hostage, uh, which was, I mean, it wasn't it was a little suspensey, but it wasn't like mm-hmm. it wasn't diehard level of action. This one they they tried to bring in some diehard action. Oh, dude, I I have I have a take on this movie. <laughs> I have a take on this movie. All right. This movie stars Bruce Willis, Most Def, David Morse, Jenna Stern, and Casey Sander. Y- Yasin Bey, by the way. What is- That's Most Def's real name. Is it really? Yeah. Okay. Most Def is his uh, hip-hop stage name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've, I've never heard that. I've never seen that name. <laughs> this is the first time. And as we explained last time, during uh, if you put as Most Def in the IMDb credits, that means that's what they used to be known as. That's what they were. Y- yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me do a brief synopsis. We'll go for there. It's a David Morse, right? Yes. Yeah. He's he, a good one. He's, he's, he's in a, well, he's not he's a good in, one. He, he's, he's in a lot of stuff. He's good for these kinds of movies. I, 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 <laughs> I know him best in The Rock. He's Ed Harris's like, go, uh, yeah. like second in command Stand in The Rock. Sergeant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's also a negotiator. That was, that was a big memory for me as well. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. He's in a ton of things. David Morse. I think he's like a master commander or something. Or, we should uh, we should look up uh, David Morse man. David Morse man. Right. I'll do a brief synopsis while you look him up. Yeah, you get it. Uh, the synopsis for Sixteen Blocks: An aging alcoholic cop is assigned the task of escorting a witness from police custody to a courthouse sixteen blocks away. There are, however, chaotic forces at work that prevent them from making it in one piece. I ask this every week. I think I know the answer. Adam, have you ever seen this before? Absolutely. I never saw this movie before. Was oh, that right? Yeah. Oh, what a treat for you. <laughs> so, <laughs> this guy's in all kinds of things, man. Oh, yeah. How many credits? He must have. Oh, he's in the Green Mile. He's that, one of the guards in the Green Mile. credits. Hurt Locker, World War Z, Contact. He was, like, was he the crazy guy trying to sabotage in Contact? No, that was uh, Jake Busey. Oh, damn it. That's Gary Busey's okay. son. Man. Collaborator. Drive Angry. Oh, no. Have you ever seen Drive Angry? Was that... Nicholas Cage? Where he comes back from hell yes. to save his granddaughter. We have to do that down the road at some point. We have to. You're right. The negotiator, The Rock. Stand, stand down, Sergeant. Disturbia. That was a... Uh... Shia LaBeouf? No. Oh, what? shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. thinking Domestic Disturbance. Mm. That's, uh, <laughs> that's Sean Archer. <laughs> You've seen with Vince Vaughn? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because I, I, I was under the impression it was going to be like an Arlington Road. Ah, which was, great! Which was an amazing movie. We love that movie. Yeah, man. Oh, he was. Oh, did you ever watch the John Adams miniseries for HBO? No. Giamatti is John Adams. Ooh. He's the yeah. It's like six episodes long. Giamatti is John Adams, and uh, David Morse was John Washington. Um, right. George, George Washington, <laughs> not John Washington. His brother? I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> He's the brother who didn't uh, who couldn't become president. Yeah. <laughs> 
The Long Kiss Goodnight. That was a good one too. Yes. That was uh, with Gene Sa- Davis, Samuel, Samuel Jackson. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, oh, me personally, man. me personally, I know him best in The Rock as okay. as Ed Harris's uh, number two guy. All right. The stand down sergeant. Damn sergeant. <laughs> uh, okay. Not so easy. Let me let me <laughs> let me get Not so simple. It's a simple order, sergeant. <laughs> Not so simple. <laughs> Bang, bang. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Actually, the archives are the way. Check out this. Oh yeah, we did the Rock. The Rock. Yeah. We did all three of his his trilogy. We did Face Off, Con Air, and the Rock. Yeah, we did. Uh, so this movie, sixteen blocks. I have a, I have a hot take. Hot take. I have a feeling somewhere down the road, this might have been a ah. Bruce uh, Die Hard ish. Maybe like they were trying to make. What if John McClane was like an alcoholic cop? And I, I feel a lot of diehardiness in this. You know what? There's, I think, I feel like there would be a lot of crossover here. Just because, in I'm, I'm ignoring the last two because that's superhero McClane. Yeah, that's not canon. I'm talking. <laughs> that's not canon for us two fans. Yeah, I'm talking about the, <laughs> the 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 first three. If you take out the second one, so just the first of the third. Isn't the second one all allowed before the other two? Yeah, the third one. That was amazing. Yeah, he's he's a fucking alcoholic at that point, right? Yeah, he, he was out, and he, he's got the, the whole, headache. He's got to hang over the entire it, movie. It's your lucky day, yeah, <laughs> right? I could see like him just him and Holly just don't work out. It gets worse because he left her hanging on the phone fighting Simon Gruber. I could see their marriage just fucking deteriorating, and he's now this kind of cop. Yeah, and man. oh, hey, hey, uh, John, you got to escort this guy yeah. to the courthouse. Ah, fuck. Yeah, let's keep having to me. but except instead of dirty cops it would be like he's um uh if this was like a die a true diehard movie yeah oh this guy's gonna rat on the yakuza the italian mob and the russians he he has dirt on all three of them yep and And john yeah and john you gotta take up holy shit this is a better fucking version and john you gotta take up 60 blocks of the courthouse yep and then, oh shit how could the same shit happen the same guy four times (laughs) you can throw that line in right Bad idea. Bad idea. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I my my take is this like was may, could have maybe been a diehard-ish movie and then they kind of rewrote it. Okay. Cuz I mean, you can't have McLean be a bad guy at the end. Okay, as far as the years go. Mm-hmm. When did the fourth diehard come out? Any ideas? Uh, maybe this was pitched at the same time, like, oh, we'd like to do that, but we have this other one coming so out. So, sixteen blocks is two thousand six. Six. A good day to good day to die hard. No, that's the no, fifth no. one. Yeah, it's uh, live free or live die free. Hard. Sorry, <laughs> how dare you? I mean, come on. Oh, two thousand seven. So it was a year later. So maybe these are pitched around the same time. Uh-huh. And like, ooh, we love to take that, but we already took this other one yeah. with the Mac guy, and we have. <laughs> He's at so in the sixteen blocks one. Ooh, he's trapped in a building. Is there a way he can like jump off of the building, land on a chopper, yeah. one armed, and then swing with most depth under his faster in a fighter jet, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or at least halfway, and then jump the rest of the way? Yeah. Is there any way your character <laughs> can do that? Well, no. And is there a way the most deaf character, is there a way he also knows how to fire guns? Right. So there's an epic scene where Bruce is riding the motorcycle and most deaf is turned around firing as I, they're heading down the I just saw this new keyboard you can unroll. <laughs> is there any way to incorporate that into the movie? Because, I mean, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> no, he's, he's a witness. There's no keyboard. Hmm. 
You said he has a notebook he rolls up. Can we make oh, a keyboard oh, roll yeah. up maybe? Is that – maybe? Oh, maybe he's a hacker. Maybe he has the hacker codes yeah. in the notebook. No, he's – he's, he, he's a – no, he wants to be a baker. Like he wants to own a bakery. <laughs> Ooh. I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah, I can't. Okay. Who are the bad guys? Uh, corrupt cops. It can't be like a Gruber cousin or a, a half-sister to Simon and Hans. <laughs> <laughs> I can just picture this. That's probably how it fucking works yeah, yeah. in Hollywood. Now we got up the stakes. We got up the stakes. We can't. We can't make them just white cops. Well, I think the way I think the way it works now is <laughs> if you want to try to do an original idea, I think they just get your idea and try to figure out how to put it into like an existing property. Right. Like I just feel like oh, I have a great idea. It's about a corrupt cop who has to go undercover and then he redeems himself. Okay. I like your idea. Is there any way this this cop, this corrupt cop who goes undercover, is there any way he has a black sidekick and it's a, we turn it into a lethal weapon movie? Yeah. We need, well, we need no, the that's here, man. that's not really my. No, we're I'm not, not making lethal weapon. 1845 in the black demographic. We <laughs> yeah. need we need to bring somebody in. <laughs> yeah, we get, I, the, we get the 1845 uh-huh. by putting in a most deaf, which is in the demographic that brings the people in. Uh-huh. Towards the top age of 45, people that grew up with him. Uh, towards the bottom <laughs> age, just because um, I don't know, he's, I don't know, because he's black. I don't know how these demographics are supposed to work. Most deaf did not belong in this movie. No. I don't know why he was in this movie. Yeah. I like most deaf as I, an artist. Yeah. The oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> Maybe they were just too afraid to so, hustle. For did the, you? A different but, so um, let me ask you this. Adam, did you like him in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Absolutely. So you liked him in great. that? Okay. Because th- that character was 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 a lovable character. Uh-huh. It, 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 he was just kind of like, just like, yeah, not not really caring so much and just kind of like going with the pace and whatnot. This character, I felt like he was trying to show people, hey, guess what? I can act. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, slow down, maybe. Maybe just play a regular person instead of having to play this. The, I, I do not like affected voices. If oh, you, his voice. Uh, what was he... Sh- who, why? I don't know. Did, what, why did he? Why? Be- <laughs> what was he? What, what did that accomplish <laughs> in any part of the movie? Nothing. Uh-huh. Same way I felt about Samuel L. Jackson in in the Kingsman. When he had a crazy <laughs> lisp yeah. for no reason. Uh-huh. It's like what? What does that bring to the movie? Nothing. It takes away. It takes me out of it. Like because now I'm just thinking about what the what was that? What was that? Maybe. See, you're thinking like okay. The logical thing is he has a, a lisp, so somewhere down the road, in order to turn on the bomb, it needs to <laughs> like he needs to say a word, but he can't. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Sandy sells, she sells. That's that, how you turn the bomb off. Sandy sells. Oh no! Yeah, exactly. Like that. It makes sense why you would introduce something like that. But what what's most deaf doing? I don't know. It it it, it took away from the movie a great deal. Yeah, it was very distracting. Uh huh. And it, it just it it all it kept thinking was like. Why? Yeah. Why? I know you're talented, but come on. There's a most deaf movie uh, he did. It was an HBO movie. It's really good. It has it stars Ooh. him and Alan Rickman. Okay, they're both uh, heart surgeons. Yes, and uh, I've seen it's like the Good Doctor or something like that. Uh, something the Lord made. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And most deaf is Vivian Thomas, mm-hmm. and him and uh, in real life Vivian Thomas and the the white guy <laughs> I forgot his name escapes me. That's fine. They created a new procedure involving heart valves for open heart yeah. surgery. I remember. I remember. Uh, I think I saw one episode of that. That's that's a great. Yeah, it's a great movie. That's the most stuff I want to see. Yeah, not this guy. Uh huh. It doesn't make sense. 
If you're gonna do something like that, then you might as well get Dave Chappelle to play it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, oh, then then it'd be kind of like a, all right, I get it. You're doing something weird. Yeah. I actually, I would have preferred a comedian. Yeah. Like, or a comedic actor in the place of most deaf. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I agree. Was it? Was, he was in uh, <laughs> Dave Chappelle and Conair. Another one in the archives. That was yeah. fine. That that role required that kind of person. Yeah. Fine. Good. Uh, most deaf, I mean, y- you do start feeling for him at a certain point. Yeah. Uh, after the first 30, 45 minutes when you start, like, uh, <laughs> accepting that this is how he's going to talk the entire movie. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> you're just right, like, fine. okay. Then it's, it starts getting somewhere. But that's 45 minutes lost of character <laughs> development that we could have had. It's harsh off the bat. You're like, Ooh, yeah. You'll be talking like that the whole time? Mm. Yeah, it's it's real rough. Uh, now, uh, full disclosure, I saw mm-hmm. this movie last week already, so th- parts of it are already starting to fade. Me too. Because we were originally supposed to record this uh, yeah. last Wednesday, but then we moved it up to Saturday, but then and the then whole I thing got, happened. Got all sick and yeah. crazy. Yeah. But, so it, basically it starts off, it, it gets into it pretty quick, though. It, I do enjoy it, that part of it. It starts off like... Max Payne last week. It starts off with a scene. What's happening? Yeah. It's the bus scene. Yeah. He's on the phone with his wife. With It could have been. He's, I'm guessing it's Holly Gennaro. Yeah. He's on the phone with her. <laughs> yeah. Saying, you're going to hear things about me on the news. It's not true. Yeah. They're going to say that I killed people. It's not true. Yeah. This is my last will and testament. Yep. Is, is how he starts it off. So he's, like, he's in a, yeah. He's in a bus. It's black and white. Yep. And then it, a few hours earlier. So this is this is a memento-y type of thing that they're doing as well, <laughs> yeah. where uh, it starts off at the end. The, the black and white scene is the current timeline. Let's go back to the color uh-huh. for the previous. And uh, yeah, so not, then it flashes back to reality. And like you said, he's got to go sixteen blocks right away. Yeah, they're not fucking around here. Like I said, I saw this with, before, but I already forgot. I forgot. <laughs> like, I was like, oh shit, we're right into it already. Yeah, yeah. within five minutes, I, hey, hey, uh, Bruce. I'll just call him Bruce. Bruce, you got to take him, uh, you got to take him to the courthouse. There's no one else who yeah. can do it. You're the, you're Jack the. Jack Mosley, <laughs> which I found a little distracting too, because it's too, Mosley is too close to Mos Def for me. Oh, okay. I was just like, so when somebody says Mosley, I'm like, wait, okay, no, 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 not, no, not him. Obviously not him. But that was, uh, another thing that was distracting for no reason. One reason why Mos Def should have been in this. <laughs> One thing uh, I think I said this during our lucky number eleven episode. Yeah. One thing, one thing that bothers me about uh, Bruce Willis outside Uh-oh. in a Bruce Willis movie post like nineteen ninety nine. Okay, just fucking go bald. Don't don't give me the hairpiece. <laughs> just rock the bald head. Yeah, I get it. That's it's fine in this one, but it's like just come on, dude. Just do it. You know, you're known for the bald head already. Just just rock it. Yeah. Mm. Oof. Did we do surrogates? We did. Did we do surrogates? We did do surrogates. Okay. And he had a ball. Well, that was in his surrogate body. He had hair. Yeah. That that I accept. It, okay. The way you go, like in this world, the rules. That's fine. That was distracting as hell to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then when you see the real Bruce, you're he's like, bald. Oh, thank God. Yeah. You're you're like, yeah. It's so fine. it actually is a hair piece in this case, and we're okay with that. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Yeah, so right off the bat, he's uh, he's he's drinking at his desk. We see we see he's an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he just he shows up to a crime scene. Uh, he starts <laughs> going through the cabinets of the recently deceased, uh-huh. finds a, a bottle of whiskey, pours it in his coffee, uh-huh. and he's just drinking it. Goes back into work and we're like, eh, all right, I'm about to go home. No, nah, no, nah, hold on, Leslie. Ah. Hey, you got a guy. You got to do a thing. You got to transfer the thing. You got to yeah. transfer a person. 
don't know why I did that voice. You got to take him 16 blocks to yeah. the courthouse. Easy. I would have got the other guy, but he's, he's stuck in traffic. So it's, it's, it's got to be you. It's got to be you. Come and, on. And Bruce Willis is like, nah, find someone else. And he goes, oh, and the guy's like, oh, I'm sorry. Am, am, I, the, am I the acting uh, sergeant on staff yeah. or whatever? He's like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's me. Yeah. I'm your fucking boss. Yeah. <laughs> so the guy he has, they got, the person in question has to be transported is most deaf. Most deaf. Most definitely. Most definitely. Th- that's part of a song where he says most, he? most definitely. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's most deaf. In a horrendous, horrendous accent. How how do you describe this accent? Is he trying to be like a like a Jama- Jamaican? No, not Jamaican. I, I cannot describe. I, I can't it pinpoint what it is. Crazy insensitive. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's a person that is a little delayed in the head. Oh, like slow, slow. Okay, yeah. yeah actually, you know, his accent reminded me of Snoop from The Wire. <laughs> Okay, but not that okay. bad. Like okay. not that, not that bad. In, in the same kind of way that it's 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 almost the little, speech it, patterns it, are it's, similar, it's semi unintelligible. Yeah, but it's like through context clues, you know what they're saying. Yes, but otherwise you're just like, what? Yeah. If if this was subtitled, it'd just say indistinguishable languages, <laughs> uh, murmurings, or, or whatever. Yeah, for no reason. So, yeah. all right, we gotta get this witness up there, and he's like, "Oh, I need my suit. I got a suit. I got a gray suit. Where's my suit? I don't have a suit." <laughs> It's, it, it, it's it's too much. It's over the top. It's uh-huh. like, all right, whatever. Get the fuck. We got to get out of here. Uh-huh. And uh, we're moving. Where's my suit, though? I got a suit. And he has his roll-up uh, notebook. Yeah, my, my notebook. My notebook. Now, I don't want to nitpick here. Okay. I'm pretty sure when you get locked up, you don't get to keep what you went into the jail cell with. No, no. Th- th- this was part of his effects. When he went, Well, okay. No, you're right. Because he, he's, he's, he's not really being released. He's being transported. To serve as a witness, right. in a trial. So when you're being transported, I don't think it. They give you all of your stuff back that you came in with. Yeah, but I guess they did. Maybe that was part <laughs> did of they the. Didn't realize he's kind of slow. Maybe that was part of the uh, the whole uh, negotiations because we find out later he's, he's a key witness. He, he was arrested for something crazy. Um, there was like minor or whatever, but uh-huh. it was like maybe his third strike possibly. And they're like, "Oh, do you recognize this guy? Oh yeah, I know that guy. And uh, I know. Yeah. Okay, well." If you come and testify against this guy that you showed you a picture of, uh-huh. you get a full pardon and you're fine. Yeah. So maybe they did. That's part of the deal. Let me, can't, let me have my notebook. Right. And then I'll go testify. <laughs> I'll be released first and then testify, uh-huh. which seems a little weird. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how that works. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a botanist. Not a botanist. Yeah. <laughs> so I mentioned this last week at the end of Max Payne when we were previewing this episode, 16 yeah. Blocks. I remember back in 2006, I saw the trailer for this, and I'm like, 16 Blocks? That's not fucking far. Yep. I actually went to New York mm-hmm. this past summer. 16, uh, 16 New York Blocks are fucking far. I will find out next month how, <laughs> how far this is. They are fucking far. So you've never been to New York, right? I, I, I did, but it was, it was a... Uh, a while ago? It was like a two-day weekend. Oh, okay. And uh, there was a lot of walking. Mm-hmm. I don't remember how many blocks was. I just remember that I I had to take a break the next day because my feet were sore uh-huh. from I I swear to God I, I the entire day from from I woke up at eight in the morning to go to Central Park to walk around by myself. I met up with my friend. They lived out there who who's actually been on the podcast uh, on Random X, mm-hmm. uh, Carissa, and then uh, she walked me around for a long time. And then we went to go see a show. And then we walked around some more. And I so from eight until. Five o'clock in the morning the next day was like basically nonstop walking. Yeah. You walk a lot. Yeah. Now I mentioned It could have been two blocks the entire <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it was sixteen blocks of your walks. I don't know. Now I did mention in New York in Manhattan, if you're going north to south, that's about 
sort downtown LA blocks. Mm-hmm. But if you're going east to west, so if you're go- so if you're on 42nd Street and you and and you have to go from 42nd and 3rd to 42nd and 8th, that's like fucking three blocks just to go first to second yeah. to third. I think like Central Park is like is is four blocks. Yes, and that and Central Park is huge. It's very long. It's very. It goes. It it goes from. I think like Forty Eighth Street. I think it goes from like Fifty Sixth Street to the to Hundred and Eighth Street. It's fucking far, dude. You can't do it in one day. That, 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 I do know that Central Park. Yeah, you can't do it in one day. Uh, not 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 correctly. Yeah. And not without a bike. I, I did bike around it uh-huh. in about three hours. And I think I brought this up before. After I went to New York, I started doubting the believability of some of the things in Die Hard with a Vengeance. Okay. Just like how they can <laughs> run from like Wall from yeah. where they were to Wall Street, make it in time, and yep. the whole um, like there were some well, things that's why you go through I was doubting. The park. <laughs> not through the park, but through the park. Yeah. I t- what did what did what did, he, what did he say? Um, I told you Park Avenue was closed. Yeah, I didn't say Park Avenue. I threw the park. <laughs> <laughs> he just hops onto yeah. the park. Yeah. Are you aiming for those people? <laughs> no, maybe the mime. It's <laughs> 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 oh. fun. So where are we now? We're still at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> yeah. So so he has to go buy booze. Jesus Christ. No, that's fine. All right. Well, half of that was our, our yeah. pregame. Right. But we're fine. That's fine. So uh, this guy's such a fucking alcoholic. He has to stop by. He has to get to the courthouse. So he, he takes him out at 10 a.m. He has to be at the courthouse by like 12 or 1 or something. Uh, 11. I think he gets. Oh, he, yeah. He has like an hour like to get there. Eight or nine. Mm-hmm. They have like, yeah. Uh, he has two hours or so to get him half, 16 blocks. Actually, I remember it being the exact length of the movie. Oh. I remember you saying, like, you got 90 minutes. And I looked through the clock, like, oh, shit, that's how long the movie is. Wow. Okay. Oh, so this whole movie is going to take place in real time. Yeah. Oh. I like that. Yeah. So Bruce Willis has to stop into a liquor store for a drink. Yep. I don't know if you remember this. He goes, yep. and it, it, he goes, it looked like a bottle of wine, but it could have been a bottle of whiskey. Because <laughs> wine is not something that's not, that's not a wine or drink. Yeah. Because you, you, unless you're getting a two buck chuck, in which case, then, uh, oh, I guess after a while you get a tolerance to it. It looked like a bottle of wine, mm-hmm. but he was drinking it like it was a whiskey. Uh, he buys it. Oh, I need my change. Oh, I don't know my change. Oh, let me go back for my change. Oh, let me, oh, whatever. Meanwhile, there's some painters come up and they're, uh, come up to most steps window. Hey, let me in. I can't, I can't. I, uh, I'm obviously in handcuffs. I, I, I mean, handcuffs. I, I can't. I'm, I'm going to try really hard not to do the voice because I'm <laughs> the God without being insensitive. <laughs> it's real hard to pull off. Turns out these guys aren't painters. They're there to kill most deaf. Yeah. So they get the door open, and it is looks it, like he's going to fire. This is when you get the hint of the John McClane. Uh-huh. And then, bam! Oh, here's a gunshot. The guy drops, and there's Bruce just standing there, gun in hand. The bo- the bottle of wine halfway down to uh-huh. the ground. It was, it was brilliant. It was, uh-huh. it was just like, boom, kicked in kicked into McClane. Reflex. Cop, cop. Yeah. Drunk steps aside. Cop instincts kick in. Boom. Yeah. Got to rescue this guy. And, uh... And then here we go. We're uh-huh. off to the races. And now we got to move 16 blocks. Yeah, man. And and then uh, this is when uh, he brings him into a bar. He brings him to a bar, and then he calls it in. And then here comes David Morse. David Morse, man. Stand down, sergeant. <laughs> he comes in with a bunch of other cops. And that one cop, is, he's a known guy, too. He's like a... 
Which he, one? Batista? No, no. Uh, we talked about this last time. David Zayas, the, the guy, the, the yes. Hispanic cop. Yeah. Yeah, he's from Dexter. And he's also from Expendables 2, I believe. Yeah, he's been... He's, he's a general... He has a very well-known face. Yeah. They come in, and they're pretty much telling him, look, here's, here's the deal. This guy's going to testify against us, the dirty yeah. cops in the department, not including Bruce Willis. He, he's saying, they're going to rat on me, they're going to rat on Tony, Joey, yeah. Billy. You want that? Tell, just give it to me, Yeah, and we'll take care of it. It's not a problem. Just do what you always do, mm-hmm. and get out of here. Uh-huh. At this point, they take uh, Bruce Willis's gun, and they, like, they fire it off, put it in most F's hands, get uh-huh. the fingerprints on there, make sure the... the uh, GSR, the gunshot residue, gets on his hand as well. And most of us just like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. I don't want, what are you doing? I don't, I don't want to touch the gun. Yeah, I don't want it. <laughs> I just got to testify, man. I got an appointment. I got to be somewhere at 12. <laughs> so they're just like, you know what, dude? Just give it to us. Just walk away. Do what you do best. Just walk away. Because yeah, David Morris. drink. Yeah. Have another drink. <laughs> yeah. David, oh, man. Because we find out David Morris and Bruce Willis used to be partners. Yeah, way back. Way back in the day, so he knows he knows how Bruce Willis is. Yeah, he knows you know get another drink or two. Yeah, it's fine. It's totally fine. Don't worry about it. This reminds me of the Marcellus Why Why uh, Marcellus speech. <laughs> you feel that? That's pride. Fuck it with you. Yeah. Fuck pride. Yeah. I felt that whole thing just yeah kind of so come back. It? Who's my? Oh wait. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Bruce Willis. Your ass goes down in the fifth. Yeah. Dick. You don't consider that a Bruce Willis movie, right? He's just in it? Yeah. No, it's not him, but you cannot mention it without his name also coming yeah. up. Do you like that movie? Absolutely. Okay. It's an amazing movie. Outside of the Bruce Willis stuff? To me, that's a Travolta and Jackson movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, Vin Rings, fine. Bruce Willis, uh-huh. fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, even the Uma Wolf. Thurman, fine. Uma, Uma Thurman, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wolf first, before uh-huh. Uma Thurman, as far as credits go. Okay. Uh but, yeah. Travolta and Jackson mm-hmm. featuring <laughs> Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis and Ving Rings. Well, at the time, he was the biggest name in the movie. At that time. Was that right? Like, Travolta was, was well-known, but Travolta was, like, on a down... He was on a resurg- yeah. He was going d- he way had, down. He hadn't done Face Off yet, so yeah. he wasn't back on the map. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. He was three years from Face Off. <laughs> oh, three years away. Wow. Yeah. That's quite a look change. Pulp Fiction saved his career. All right. And he has a weird way how to bring, like, people – like, he, Tra- uh, Tarantino loved Travolta growing up uh, when he was in those uh, Saturday Night Fever, like, those movies. Yep. And Tarantino has a way of putting people in his movies of, like, n- little-known, like, character actors who he grew up watching. You're like, oh, man, that guy's fucking amazing. Like, he sees something in him yeah. that can bring him out. And I remember hearing this – Tarantino, he wanted to put um, Gene Wilder – in his next movie, Ooh. just to bring him back because he didn't do anything. Is he still around? No, he died already. Oh, but Gene, but Gene Wilder didn't do anything for like twenty years. And Tarantino said, "I, I kind of want to put him in something oh, of mine amazing. just to bring him back. Yeah, just to bring him back so people can see, like, holy shit, like Gene Wilder's fucking amazing. Yeah, but he I died. Like that. But he like died. Yeah. It. So he, yeah, he does that a lot. He he tries to get guys he grew up watching, put him in his stuff. Yeah, for the most part, the people that are in his movies, are, they're not, like, the biggest names, but they're names that you should know. Yes. And they work. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know Tom Cruise is going to be in his next one? Is that right? His next movie is about... Oh, uh, that the... goes against everything we just said. Everybody knows who Tom Cruise is. <laughs> well, no, no, no. <laughs> Tarantino's only making 10 movies, he claims. 
This is his ninth movie. It's about the Manson murders, or oh. not necessarily about the Manson murders. They're going to happen. Sub Cruz Manson. There's rumors he might oh. he could be Manson, and I'm on board. Oh, in that case, I'm in. It's uh, Leo's the lead. All right. It's Leo, Tom Cruise, Jennifer Lawrence, Samuel Jackson, and like one other big name that he's throwing in there. Man. So okay. So based on this trajectory, in his last movie, he's going to get every A-list actor <laughs> of all time huh? to star because everybody's going to know this is the last There's one. A, I got to get in this on this. I, I missed the uh, the angry eight. Uh, oh, the hateful eight. <laughs> eight, whatever. <laughs> and that was his eighth movie. Yeah, which he was pretty hateful to make. Yeah, because of the script uh, leak, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Jesus Christ. Who's in hateful eight again? I forget. Oh, oh my boy, boy? Kurt. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, that, all right, we need to get Bruce Willis in one of these. Oh, right then. Yeah, yeah, Pulp Fiction. He's the Planet Terror as well. And uh, yeah, he co-directed that movie, and he was in that one scene. Oh, yeah, that was uh, Richard... Um, Robert Rodriguez. Rodriguez, yep. yeah. Yeah. It. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> anyway. So Bruce Willis has a change of heart. Yep. He's, All right, I'm going to get you to where you got to get to. Uh, pulls a shotgun out from behind the bar, uh-huh. kills one of the guys, and then uh, here comes uh, Morse. They're like, hey, whoa, buddy. Stand down, Jack. <laughs> Stand down, Captain. Just killed another cop. If you walk out the door, I can't help you anymore. Yeah. Uh-huh, that's exactly... If you walk out the door, don't walk out the door. Ah, he walked out the door. Uh-huh. And then uh, now, now they're now they're running. There's uh-huh. a there's basically a lot of just running at this point. Running into buildings. Then we got to leave buildings. Up, and up the, through buildings on roofs, walking around, going through buildings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- there's a lot of things that happen that are meant to be clever that do not come across as clever to me. Okay. It, it comes across as, uh, oh, we did a fancy angle and tricked you. Like oh oh they're coming in the, they're both coming down the same hallway oh they're gonna meet each other oh wait they're not there why they ducked in a room the ambulance at the end ambulance when they stop the ambulance and they open it and it's empty but then they're in another ambulance in the hallway like in the room uh-huh. there's, there's a lot of these things that they're like oh we're gonna get you <laughs> and then they'll slide a hand oh no you missed sorry so mm-hmm. sorry <laughs> it's not behind this door. And and it got upsetting after like the fourth time that happened. It, 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 I was like, "This what? At what point are we going to be an honest movie here? We're just not going to be this, this, this is all uh, close up magic now is what we're doing." Um, so they, so so he needs ammo. He needs more weapons. Yep. He needs to reload. So he goes to a woman's apartment. We're led to believe that this is his Holly Gennaro. We're led to believe this is his Holly Gennaro. Right. But we find out later it's not. Right. They go in. Because another sleight of hand. <laughs> yeah, another, oh, we're going to get oh, you. clever. <laughs> who's, the, who's the director of this guy? This is Rich Allen, right? No, this is okay. <laughs> Richard Donner. He All did right. the Lethal Weapons. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. This was, this was not this was not good. It was uh, All the things that, as they happen, I know the reaction is supposed to be like, oh, wow. Uh-huh. Oh, you got me. Good one. My reaction was like, really? Okay. Really? Upsetting. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bruce Willis gets shot in the hand. He's injured. They got to go into another building, and they're gonna go. And the cops are searching floor by floor by floor. Bruce Willis calls the DA, and he's like, "What the fuck do I have on my hands here? Like, yeah. why the hell are they Why'd after you? Here? You're you're running late. You got to be here by ten o'clock." Yeah. <laughs> I got your witness, but I'm being chased by the whole goddamn department. Yeah. Like, oh, 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 all right, we'll send people. 
and he tells him what he tells him the wrong floor because he thinks there might be a mole. There's also another whole subplot here, which I think is admirable, where it's the whole fact of whether or not people can change. Uh, because most staff is oh, trying yeah. to tell uh-huh. Bruce Willis, they're like, hey, man, I messed up. I'm trying to turn my life around. I messed up. I'm trying to turn baker now. There's one time I made a cake for somebody, and they were like, hey, man, I really like your cake. They're like, you know what? I'm going to make you a cake every single time. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. I didn't want to do it. Yeah, I know. It but feels weird. It feels weird. I know, but it's, yeah. it works. Yeah. <laughs> that's the whole thing. It's like, uh, yeah, and then I made him a cake, and he was like, this is the best cake. And like, you know what? For every year on your birthday, I'm going to make you this cake. And you're going to come, and, you're gonna, and I'm going to show this cake. Everybody has a birthday, Jack. Everybody's got a birthday. <laughs> you do with the name, too. Is it Jack? Yeah, Jack. Jack. <laughs> yeah, it's, the whole thing is like, I just want to make people happy, man. That's uh-huh. all I want to do. So, yeah, it's like, no, I've read your rap sheet. You're a thug. You've been all doing this thing. You've been in and out of the system your entire life. like, yeah, but people can change, man. But you just got to believe people can change. And he's like, ah, I believe when I see it. Mm-hmm. And this whole thing, he's got a, he's got a whole kind of concept in his mind about the higher powers type of thing. Uh, so then they go into the uh, into, into the apartment. They knock on the door. Hey, let me in, man. I gotta get, I gotta get, him. We gotta get in this room because there's, there's people chasing us. <laughs> That's and we're so worried about ourselves. And, <laughs> and then the guy's like, I don't open the door for anybody. And it's um, he, he's he's a very famous guy as well. This uh, he's another character actor. Yeah, super super like uh, Asian mobstery kind of guy. Yes. In fact, I think he was in Lethal Weapon. Four, yeah, uh, that was the one ben, with the Asians. Uh, Dr. Ben or uh, Ben, he owned the Chinese restaurant or whatever. Oh, Benny. Benny. Yes. Benny. Yeah. With the gas. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> they let him in. Uh, they're talking like, I told, this was a sign, man. This is a sign. Let us in. He's taking the open door for nobody. But let us in here. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, It's great. Keep. You got to keep doing it. You got to keep doing it. Yeah, so it's the whole thing. So again, the room number, they go to the wrong room. Like, oh, like, oh, shit, we got Oh, shit, here. there is a mole. Yeah, could- it turns out, hey, slide a hand. We gave you the wrong room. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry. Uh-huh. Uh, then they go up on the roof, and then, like, uh, they're coming down the stairs, and then here comes Morse. Hey, Bruce, I got you. Like, oh, you got me? And then here comes Morse around the corner. Oh, no, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> Another, like, oh, you got me again. Uh-huh. <sighs> so. And most deaf were. We learned he's supposed to uh, meet a friend. The reason he's like, no, I can't go to court. Yeah, I got to be somewhere. I got yeah. an appointment. It's because um, he's meeting someone to fly to Seattle with so he can open his own bakery there. Where he's going to – Well, first, first after, the, uh, after the testimony, he has to go to the, the Port Authority to open up a locker that has $30,000 <laughs> in, in cash. cash. That he basically stole from somebody, uh, which we're going to excuse, I guess, because uh, uh-huh. because because he tells he's a good person. He wants to make a bakery, and man. I make you a strawberry cake for your birthday. <laughs> yeah, like no, but he basically he, some some guy came over, one of his friends uh-huh. came over with thirty thousand dollars and said, "Hold this for me, I got to go see a guy." He ends up dead. He never comes back. <laughs> he's gone. Yeah. So now he's like, "Well, he gave me thirty one thousand dollars. Guess how much I need to open a bakery? Thirty one thousand dollars." <laughs> I think, I think it was 30. It was like 1,000 yeah. less. So he just pocketed 1,000. I didn't yeah. want it to believe. I'm like, all right. So like, uh, great guy. Uh, so he has to go there and then from the Port Authority with the money, then go to Seattle and then go to the thing and everything's, everything's fine. Uh-huh. 30,000? Uh, I th- I think half of that just is just for one oven, like an industrial oven. Like It yeah. takes way more than that like to open a bakery. That's in Seattle if you're trying to make donuts. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that like the donut mecca of the world is Seattle? I watch Kitchen Nightmares, and whenever Gordon Ramsay goes to these failing restaurants, these are like full sit-down restaurants with giant kitchens. Yeah. How much in the hole are you? 125 grand. Yeah. 
it costs like around that much to open a restaurant. Yeah. I don't know where you're getting 30 grand from. Well, there was another one that, um, shoot, it was investment and people go uh, to invest in people's uh, places. John Taffer was part of it. It was, it was. Oh, yes. They would go to restaurants. Yeah. Yes. What do you need? I need uh, 90000 because I need an oven. Uh, uh-huh. I got I to gotta pay my people more. I got to yeah. pay some debts off. And they're like, we're not paying your debts. We're not doing the we're debts. Not, not. You've got debts. It's on you. All right? We're <laughs> yeah. trying to bring business to your establishment. Uh-huh. And the rest, um, you just got to work hard. Maybe I'll put it in a butt filter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, they're they're escaping again. They're running away again. They're this is where they get into the bus. Now there's, yeah, there's, there's a standoff of some kind. Uh, hey, come around the back. You come around the back. We'll both meet in the middle. Oh no, another sleight of hand type of thing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They got away somehow. I don't know. And now he's got my gun. Ah. <laughs> they're on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So the police figure out they're on the bus. They're yeah. chasing after the bus. So now they're going to pretend to hold the bus hostage, and the passengers are going to be their hostages. Yeah. And the bu- so they try to take over control of the bus. They lose control and they crash in a construction site. Yep. So Bruce Willis calls it in. They're like, "Hey, uh, fucking Jack! Yeah, Jack went crazy. Yeah, he he has that witness that he was supposed to take to the courthouse. Shot a cop earlier. Shot we were a cop on wraps because we uh, we just wanted to see where it played out. <laughs> uh, but now we got to tell you, he shot a cop. And now he's got a hostage. He's got a bus full of hostages, and this is smart. I like what Bruce Willis does. He makes everybody stand up. Yeah. So that way, because he knows the snipers are going to be looking to try to take a shot at him. Yeah. As a person, though, I'd be like, fuck. <laughs> I'm not standing up. Yeah. If, if 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 the words of the guy holding me hostage are, don't worry, they're not going to shoot you. Stand up. <laughs> oh, I'm not standing up. There's no way. And then everybody gets, I guess everybody on the, on the bus had newspapers. Uh, so they just start yes. newspapering up the thing. Uh-huh. So, so now, like, that, now they can't see anything. Yeah. Uh, and now they're, uh, it's, a, it's a standoff here. Now everybody get off the bus. Hey, uh, Hey, why don't you count the people? Everybody raise your hands so we can count you. <laughs> oh, we got about 31 people. So uh, Bruce Willis calls it in. We got 34 hostages. Yeah, we got, we got about 40 people in yeah, here. Yeah, we got 40 people in here. Like, all right, all right, all right. And then I start setting everybody off. He, he gives Mostef a suit. Mm-hmm. It's a gray suit. He, oh, he switches. Mostef switches suits with a, with a guy on the bus. Yep. With the glasses on. Yeah, you get out of here. You go straight to the court. Uh, do your thing. Uh, actually, no. He tells him to get lost, right? Yeah. He's like... You're, you were going to do what I should have done mm-hmm. because it uh, turns out I'm a dirty cop too. Yep. You were going to testify against me. You are going to testify against me. And uh, I was kind of pissed at you for having the guts to do what I should have done. So now that I got my excedrin, I'm fine and I'm going to testify. <laughs> so now, yeah, Bruce Willis has a change of heart. Now he was willing to testify against Bill, um, David Morris and, and the whole – and it goes up too because one of the – like one of the captains – yeah, he looks it a little shook too. Up. Yeah, it all goes all the way to the top. All the way to the top. Goes all the way to the top. City Hall. Even Agent Johnson's getting part of this. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so the, the, here, this is where we find out. Uh, so we go into more detail in the bus about the bakery because he tells us little kid who's like kind of scared. Right. He's like, "Oh, do you like cake? Yeah. I, I have it right here." And he opens yeah. his book so we finally see what's in the in the notebook and yeah. it's all his recipes. Yeah. I got right here a strawberry yeah. strawberry cake. Today's my birthday. Yes, Today's my birthday. Oh, Everyone's God. got a birthday jack like what yeah. you said. Everybody got a birthday. <laughs> Everybody got a reason to celebrate all the time. Uh-huh. 
And uh, so his, so he's carrying on uh, again. I think I said this in Blair Witch Two. Yeah, you're carrying your whole fucking life on you. Yeah. See, I was expecting <laughs> the, the way the movie was going. I saw it a long time ago. I already forgot about it. Uh-huh. I was for some reason I thought the Notebook was going to be the notes of everything that he was going to testify to. He, yeah. So that's he, what I thought too. And then most Def is eventually going to die. And it was like so. Bruce fuck. has to take the and then notes. Bruce finds in his hands in his dying breath. Uh, Bruce, take this notebook uh-huh. for you. And then he takes. It, he's like, oh, you won't be forgotten. Yeah. Opens it up and there's records of every phone call, uh-huh. bank transaction, mm-hmm. and I'm like, hey, I got you right here. Yeah. Clear his name. Everybody wins, and then uh, everybody goes down. Mm-hmm. It's fucking bakery nuts. <laughs> yep. That's, we're carrying this around the entire movie for this. Uh, Maybe it's one of those switch ups again. Like, oh, I thought you. Were oh, got you. Gotcha. <laughs> and no, this was not a Shyamalan movie. <sighs> so the, most death gets off. Everybody gets off except for now Bruce. Bruce. And now this is back to the beginning of the movie. Yes. Where he's calling Holly, Holly Gennaro. Yep. And he's saying they're going <laughs> to say some bad things about me, but it's not true. Yep. They're going to say that I killed people. It is kind of true, but yeah. But well, I did, but yeah. I mean, you know, not like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't like, kill them, kill them. I, I just. <laughs> what is it? They're not fully dead. They're only partially dead. <laughs> I like, I like in True Lies where Jamie Lee Curtis finds out that Arnold's like this spy, and she, she goes, "Do you ever kill people?" And he goes, "Yeah, but they were all bad." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? Yes. Now do it slowly. <laughs> <laughs> Tape recorder. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that was a fun one. Uh-huh. Uh, so now Mostef is out, and then now uh, he sees everybody coming in. They're like, oh, they're going to shoot him. And then now Mostef has a whole thing like, all right, so uh, Mostef gave Bruce Willis the courage to testify on Mostef's behalf. Uh-huh. But by doing so, Bruce Willis gave Mostef the courage to throw his life back away. Yeah. So... <laughs> So Mostef, he walks back up to the bus. Don't shoot! Don't shoot! I'm don't shoot! Don't in. shoot! Don't, don't shoot! It's fine. Everything's fine. I just wanted to give him a birthday recipe and the cake. Goes in. <laughs> I feel bad every time I do the damn impression. It's fine. <laughs> he goes back in like, no, I'm not leaving you, Jack. Uh, you saved my life. You believe in me. And David Morse wants to to open fire. Yeah. But then he's told by his superior officer, stand down. <laughs> damn, sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> so now they now they start the bus back the bus back up again. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Which, by the way, has no tires. Mm-mm. All the tires have been shot out during this uh, this previous chase. Yeah. Uh, they still manage to get down a hall, an alleyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bus stops. Tear gas comes in. Uh-huh. SWAT comes in. Uh, guess what? Another. Oh, yeah, gotcha. They were about to get him. They were so close. They were so close to getting him. Uh-huh. And but then we got it. Where are they? Oh, the door's open. Oh, they must have went out that door. Whew. Okay, guys, they're gone. All right, we're gonna have to figure out a new plan here. Yep. Gotcha. <laughs> and most F is wounded. In yeah. The, in the shootout. Right. And uh, wait, I think this is the point where uh, Jack tells most. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, Bruce Willis tells Most Def like, "Hey, I'm gonna test it for before you get out of here." Yeah. Uh, so now Most Def runs away. Uh, he, he catches a bus. He goes to the Port Authority, and he gets his money. And then Jack uh, Bruce 
walks in out to the courthouse, basically. Mm-hmm. And, uh, no, no, in the subway first. Oh, yeah. Back, back to the Pelham. Uh, they're walking down the subway. <laughs> Pelham. Yeah, the train. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And, uh, like, I'm over here, Jack. What do you got? Oh, oh you try to get away with it, huh? Nah, it's not gonna work out that way. What, you just gonna kill everybody that's involved? Like, uh, like you always do? Is that what you're gonna do? Uh, Morse? <laughs> I forgot his name. Frank. Frank. That's right. Mm-hmm. Not Frank. Yeah, but that time that we did that thing. Yeah, you know, the thing we killed people. Yeah. It had to happen, though, you know? That's just the way business is. And now, now you're going to stick out your neck for this kid? Are you kidding me? I would have killed him. I was going to kill all of you. Or whatever. Yeah. Basically, Frank confesses. Uh, this is straight out of Negotiator uh-huh. uh, again. And uh, they get to the courthouse. They're going to they're about to shoot somebody. Uh, Bruce, Bruce Wells reaches into his jacket to pull out a gun. Wait. It's a tape recorder. Oh, he got you again. Another gotcha moment from the movie. Uh-huh. And plays a tape of Frank confessing everything. Uh-huh. And, uh, is that enough? Is that enough to put these guys away? Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, we did forget the scene with the, another gotcha was the ambulance scene. Cause uh, most of oh, it, right. most of is shot. So he calls, Holly Gennaro, quote unquote. Right. But we find out that's his sister. Yeah. That, Not, that was the moment. Like, like, uh, I think you guys should work it out. I think you guys, you had something special. Maybe you should just try to reestablish that. That's my sister. Yeah. Oh! Gotcha. Gotcha. So, <laughs> so David Morse figures out, oh, is it? Got to call. They call, had so, to call. Somebody must have been shot at some point. Yeah. During <laughs> gotta, that whole shooting. Got to find an ambulance. Let's find an ambulance. Oh, who's the ambulance? The sister. Uh huh. Yeah. They, they find out where, where her ambulance is. They cut her off. And he goes, they go, open the door or whatever your name is. Yeah. Opens the door. You think Bruce is in there? Gotcha. And as the door opens, somebody else, hey, different ambulance. Uh-huh. And then this is where he tells them, get out of here. He goes to Port Authority. Yeah. And then he goes to the courthouse, so on and so forth. So now he goes, is this enough with the tape? Yeah. And then it cuts to months down the road. They're in a bar. It's, it's his sister, Bruce, who's not in jail. I guess he got a full pardon for, for, for testifying. He testified against himself. What do you mean? You can't – it was a double jeopardy somehow. <laughs> you can't incriminate. Uh, under the Fifth Amendment, here's all the things that I did. I don't, I don't know. No, what – Botanist. What movie is it? Uh, oh, it's a Kurt Russell movie called Dark Blue. It's about uh, this corrupt cop during the L.A. riots. Okay. And – Kurt Russell's like a shady fucking cop. Like he plants guns, he plants evidence, he does all this shit, right? right. So he finally uh, stands up to his boss, and when <laughs> Kurt Russell gets a medal, and when he gets a promotion in front of the whole LAPD, he says, "Yeah, me and Jack." That that was his uh, boss's name too, Jack. Oh. He goes, "Yeah, me and Jack. You know, we we ordered the the hit of like gangbangers, and we did this, and everyone's like, <gasps> like everyone's like they can't believe what he's doing, right?" And he goes, I'm willing to talk. And then his boss, Jack, stands up and he goes, um, we, are, we are here for you. I know you're a drunk. I just want you to know that we're all here for you. So Carussell's like, no, Jack, you're going down. And I got it all right here. And he points to his head. He goes, somebody put the cuffs on me so I can testify against this piece of shit. So <laughs> Ving Rames is investigating him. So he, he arrests him. So at the end of the movie, Carussell says, uh, so for me testifying for all the shit I've done, uh, what's the worst prison in California? And Ving Rhames is like, mm, I think it's uh, San Quentin. He goes, I would really love to not go there. And he goes, I'll see what I can do. That should that should have been Bruce Willis in this movie. <laughs> if he's as corrupt as 
it sounds like. Yeah. To do what he always does. <laughs> he should so be. a long history yes, of this kind of bad behavior. He should be in jail. But no, he's at a bar. Ah, having another drink. It's fine. Maybe it's his birthday. Everybody's got a birthday. Everybody's got a birthday, Jack. <laughs> oh, and look what comes in the mail. Hey. His sister gives him a box from FedEx, and it's a cake that hasn't been melted. Right. And it basically says, like, eat your words uh-huh. or something. Because that was the thing that uh, the most have told Bruce Willis. Oh, he told him a story about someone, and he said, she, he changed. Yeah, everybody changed. Oh, uh, Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry, yeah, Chuck that's Berry right. Chuck Berry changed. Uh-huh. Uh, Muhammad Ali. Uh, all, all, these, all, all these people, like, yeah, they were criminals, and now they made something better than uh-huh. themselves. They changed. Yeah. So he sends him a cake with What's like. It? It's if I can change. You can you change. You can change. Everybody can change. Everybody can change. Yeah. Is Rocky IV in the archives as well? Yes. The, uh, in spoilers. Oh, oh, real quick, before we end this movie. Yeah. Speaking of Rocky IV, have you seen Creed? The newest no, Rocky movie? I haven't. It's in my queue. Uh, I haven't got to it yet. It's good. You got to yeah. check it out. The guy who did Black Panther directed Creed as well. Uh, see, you can't. In the same, in the same sentence. You've said two movies that feel like homework. That oh, I feel like I, I need to watch because they're important, uh-huh. uh, but I don't have any real interest in. Creed's good. I I would watch Creed before Black Panther. Okay, because it's a superhero movie. Anyway, um, <laughs> Stallone is writing Creed two. Oh, and it, I, I don't know if you know what Creed is about. It's Apollo's son. Yeah, and uh, Rocky trains him. Right. In Creed two, Adonis Creed. Apollo Creed's son has to fight Ivan Drago's son. What in the hell? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, right, so there hasn't been a trailer yet, but I already know it's going to be like, "Oh, you're back! I must break you again." Okay, because it's going to be some shit like that. So I already what, know. What, what it seems to me is Rocky has gone through this roller coaster ride <laughs> of starting off as a, a good, serious movies, uh-huh. getting cartoonish. And then we started coming back a little bit with, like, into Dalcola, reality, and then with Creed, uh-huh. and now we're now we're right we're back just, up. We're back into Drago again. Yeah, Drago again, but it's Drago's son. All right. Yeah. So Adonis Creed, your dad killed my dad. Sorry, Adonis is this is the guy from Balboa? No, 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 no. Um, that's, that's Rocky's son, right? That's Rocky's actual son. Okay. Um, this is Apollo Creed's son, Adonis Creed. Oh, sorry. Yeah. All right. Got so it. So he seeks out Rocky to train him how to box. Okay. So Adonis was the guy from Creed. He's going to fight... Ivan Drago's son. Ivan Drago's son. So, who's going to play that guy? Do we have any idea? A, a, a real boxer. Somebody that could could be Rocky Horror uh, from the uh, Aryan, blonde hair, super blue eyes. Yeah. It, it, it's a, it's a, he's a real fighter. He's okay. a, he's a real, he's either an MMA fighter or a, 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 an actual boxer. All right. Anyway. Oh so yeah, he sends him the cake saying people can change. Yeah. And he sent him a cake and, a sh- and in it is a note and it's a picture of most deaf standing in front of his bakery. It's $30,000 bakery. Yeah. That specializes in children's cakes. Wow. That's a small market. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to like. Oh, we all we also sell we sell cookies, we sell yeah. brownies, everything. We get the lollipops, the the cake. Hi, hi, cake. me, me and my uh, fiance, we're interested in uh, getting a wedding cake. Oh, sorry, I only do kids' cake. If you have a kid, come back in like six years, and yeah. I'll make him his cake. After you get married and have some children, I can make you some cakes. Oh, but you can't make us a wedding cake. I hear you're really good. No, I'm sorry, sweetheart. I'm like, I'm no, because not everybody can change. I do only kids' cakes, and not everybody can change. Yeah. (laughs) 
hi, I'm from a so-and-so corporation. We want we want to put your your cakes at every store in America. Well, are they going to only be for kids' birthdays? No, it's for everyone. It's a wedding cake. No, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's 60 bucks. I'm telling you, dude, this had to have been a diehard-ish story at some point. But then you can't have... It was Ma- fan fiction. But then you can't have John McClane be a dirty cop at the end. Or maybe no, that's, that's how, his character arc coming full circle. Like that's he's how far he been did. led so far down the road. He was already going pretty far down, man. From, from the beginning, you already see his downward spiral. And third one, you see how deep it got. Yeah. Just exponentialized. I mean, what was the, the last one was uh, uh, 90, late 90s? Uh, the third one? Yeah. 95. 95? Okay. 95. So at 20 years. Yeah. How how far has that spiral gone? And, and from ten years, you see how, how far it spiraled the first time. Uh-huh. Three. Now, twenty years later, he's out. He's gone. Unrecognizable. Maybe John's planning a gun just to close the fucking book on this one guy. Yeah. Or just to make his wife proud. Hey, look what I did. Look who I caught. I caught this guy. No, still, still not. All right. No, I only saved your fucking life in a in a building, and you're still giving me shit. Yeah. <laughs> in the third one, twice. <laughs> once in a building, once on a plane. Once in an airport. <laughs> and she's still giving him shit in the third yeah. movie? John, John! <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I see. I can see him becoming this. Yeah. So, yeah. Fan fiction, like sort of uh, J- John McClane fa- yeah. fan fiction. Yeah. Uh, not all fan fiction's erotic. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It can get dark. Uh-huh. So, closing thoughts on 16 Blocks. Uh, it, it was, it was not good. I, I, I didn't, I didn't like, and I, I think, I don't want to say most deaf ruined it because a lot of it was the, I think the writing. Directing. The gotcha? Yeah. The, the whole, whoo, aren't we clever? No, you're not. Uh-huh. This has been happening in every movie. This happens in goddamn TV shows. Yeah. For Christ's sake. You can't, you can't, you can't pull this off and think you're, you're clever because of it. Uh, so yeah, overall, not, not so good. As I was watching this, I kept thinking of John McClane. Like, this had to be a diehard-ish story. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was fine. I don't think it was It was a movie. Yeah. Not even that. It was just... It happened. It happened. <laughs> I mean... It... Oh, so there's one below? So <laughs> it happened and then it was a movie. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, Bruce, uh, Bruce Willis is, is a weird thing for me because even the movies that are bad, I, I do have some sort of reverence for uh-huh. because of the fact that he, he was in it and put something into it. Uh this was this was hard to stand by. This is not one I'm going to recommend to people to yeah. watch, but because of the Bruce Willis factor, it's kind of like a all right, it's fine. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was also kind of fun doing the voice uh, <laughs> after I got over the whole awkwardness part of it. Yeah, like, yeah it was kind of fun. Yeah, uh, I can't do it outside of this. No, no, no. no. <laughs> but, oh, maybe you should um, <clears throat> for Halloween. Oh, uh, wow! You should check. That's on, on so many levels. I'm I going did. so bad. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, that was our opinion of the movie. But like okay. I said at the top of the show, we have lots of them. But we have zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials, the critics. Do you want to hear good reviews or bad reviews? Uh, let's start with the good. Okay. Good reviews. Moira, Moira McDonald of Seattle Time. Moira McDonald, look at look you. At I tried to win it back that way. <laughs> From the Seattle Times says, Hiding among all the uniforms and bullets, it turns out, is an actor's movie. And two actors more than capable of hitting their marks. Two? Well, okay. That's well, I mean, the, They're, the vo- they are more than capable of hitting the marks. <laughs> Does not mean they hit them. Okay. So th- th- these are both people that have 
a lot of potential. Yes. Maybe uh, that's a twist in this movie. Oh, gotcha. No potential before. Me. Okay. <laughs> Lou Luminek of The Village Voice says, The actors seem to have inspired the hack director, Richard Donner, and the cat and mouse game is much grittier than one would expect from the creator of the Lethal Weapon series. Yep. Yeah. I, I would not have thought same director. And the final good review comes from Roger Ebert of the Chicago Sun-Times. Oh, wow. The bedrock of the plot is the dogged determination of the Bruce Willis character. Jack may be middle-aged. He may be tired. He may, he may be balding. He may be a drunk. But if he's played by Bruce Willis, you don't want to bet against him. You like that? That's, that's a good one. I like yeah. that. I do like that. Don't bet against Bruce. Yeah, you don't. You can't. Even if he's getting too old for this show. <laughs> <laughs> Final, uh, now the bad reviews. Allison right. Benedict of the Chicago Tribune says, In the end, it's not the predictable action, but the lack of chemistry and camaraderie. 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 Yeah. God. That yeah. sinks 16 blocks. Yeah. It got cute at the end. Mm-hmm. It took a, it took a way too long for them to develop the chemistry. Yeah. But I think it did get there eventually. But even then, it was barely. Mick LaSalle of the San Francisco Chronicle says, Another urban action thriller that's better than some, worse than most, and so forgettable that it's possible to forget it while watching it. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. our – it happened. Yeah. That just sums up it happened. Oh, man. I forgot it was in, the, in the past week. I, I, I forgot a bunch of things already. <laughs> yeah. Finally, Bob Longino of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution says – I think it's Longino. Longino. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> it goes from one implausible situation and hail of bullets to the next outlandish moment and more gunfire. There are also moments of extreme flat dullness, those generally being the moments when death isn't talking. <laughs> now – now it's time for the Rotten Tomatoes game. Oh, this is yeah, part yeah. of the game where I make Adam guess the score of the movie based on its Rotten Tomato score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics and the audience. 0 to 59 is rotten, 60 to 84 is fresh, and 85 and up is certified fresh. What would you like to guess first, the critics or the audience? Uh, let's go with the audience first. Okay. Uh, it's going to be rotten. Uh as far as how you don't, you don't hear people talking about 16 blocks. No, huh? you never do. But I, I feel like most deaf has the following enough that it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a big enough bump uh, because of the demographic of people that would go to see this. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be higher than you would anticipate. Uh, you got the Bruce Willis people like myself that would come out for it. <laughs> uh, let's give it a 49. 57%. Mm, okay. Good, so man. close to fresh. Now those are the people, though. Now the audience. Now the critics. Critics sorry. are going to be less forgiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I feel like a lot less most deaf fans in the critics. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Maybe more Morse fans and Willis fans. <laughs> Morse fans. <laughs> okay. Eh, more so than deaf. Oh. <laughs> okay. In uh, the critics. Uh, let's see. It's, it's still going to be rotten. Let's give it a thirty-two. 56% wow. nearly identical. That's rare. So they almost liked it. Yeah. That's pretty rare mm-hmm. for the uh, people to match. Paul Giamatti wasn't in this. He's been in a lot of our movies, and since we both oh. love him, we decided to ask, what role would Giamatti have had in this movie? Let's see. It's a slam dunk for me. Okay. Most deaf. Get out. Take him out. <laughs> Giamatti? Get in there. Yeah. Even if you put on that stupid accent, <laughs> it would be entertaining still. Uh-huh. Because yeah, 
He, he, he he's, he's good. I he's could good. see him being like, "Oh God, they're coming yeah. for me, Jack." No, I need a great suit. Come on, uh, I can't, I can't, I cannot go without the great suit. <laughs> yeah. The great suit it makes the entire case. Yeah. I can't do it. Uh. Yeah, you got a birthday, Jack. Come on, everybody's got a birthday, right? I mean, you got a birthday. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I got a birthday. You got a birthday. We all got a birthday. So let's just I'll make you a cake. All right. Yeah. Let's make a cake for the birthday. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> I like it. Now it's time for trivia. This is part of the show where I give out little bits of facts or info you may not know about the movie. Bruce Willis originally wanted Ludacris to play the role of Eddie. Ludacris over most deaf. I would enjoy that more. Okay. Uh, it would all be dependent on what affect what, Ludacris what accent? To, yeah. <laughs> on his voice. But based on the movies I've seen with Ludacris, he does not do uh, any kind of... Uh, no. <laughs> any kind of accents. No. He plays... He, he does, is he ludicrous. Does, he does... Uh, oh, he does a ludicrous accent? He, he's ludicrous as a cop. Ludicrous He does as, a Chris accent. Uh-huh. And, uh, and then a Luda. Luda. Yeah. Luda, Ludicrous, and Chris. Yeah. Those are the accents. A lot of range. <laughs> and uh, last bit of trivia. I think you're going to like this, Adam. All right. It is about Bruce. Yeah, man. In order to make Detective Jack Mosley's limp look realistic on screen, Bruce Willis put a pebble in his shoe and kept it there throughout the length of the shoot. You like that? You like that range? I got it. I got. I got to be in the mind of this guy. What? What could I do to create a limp? Oh, thank God! I, I thought that was going to go in the direction of he actually injured his foot. Oh, a pebble. All right. So you don't forget that you got a limp. I guess. All right, but the dedication to stay in in that role. All right. Finally, <laughs> money makes the world go round, aka Bialystok and Bloom. <laughs> I want to put this film into perspective with other films that released this year, so we can get a feel financially how well this film held up to its peers. The budget for sixteen blocks, fifty-two million dollars. How much do you think its total worldwide? Grosses. $52 million. God damn. Who do you think you got? Chelsea Clinton? Chelsea Cotton? Is it Chelsea or Kelsey? Uh, 73. In the U.S., it grossed 36.8. Overseas, it grossed 28.7, bringing its total gross to 65.6. Right. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. I mean, bad, but not it's bad. a loss. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. be all shock and bloom. We're like, oh, I don't know what happened. Fantastic. I don't know what happened. More accents and more weird twists. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can picture them <laughs> on the side next to the director. Like, you gotta have more Nathan yeah. Lane. You gotta have more accents. What is that? What is that? I can understand you still. Come on. <laughs> Harder. Yeah. What? What? Perfect. Yeah. Uh. This film debuted in second place on the weekend of March 3rd, 2006. Number one that week was Tyler Perry's Medea's Family oh Reunion. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I kind of... You look so upset when I read that. I've, I've seen snippets of, uh, of the Medea movies. Uh, uh, or whatever Tyler Perry's. Yeah. Part of me wants to do one for the for the podcast okay. just, just so that I can get it out of, my, out of the way. Uh-huh. But I guarantee you, I will hate every second of it. I know. The look on your face right now is... I cannot... You look so upset. I don't... Tyler Perry's good outside of uh, his Medea character. 
The, he, did you watch Gone Girl? Not yet. He was he's like the the Johnny Cochran right, lawyer right. of that I movie. Hearing about that, there was something else he was in that was normal, wasn't it? He was in oh he was in Star Trek for like one scene. Oh, okay, he was like the head of the council, the yeah. the, the, the whatever council. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not, not sure. I like that he's a part of it. I like that he's a part of it as a normal person. Oh, you know, a movie we should do that has Tyler Perry as the lead, and it's not a, a Medea movie. It's called Alex Cross. And he's doing um, okay. the Alex Cross character that Morgan Freeman played. And um, I've, I've heard of this. The serial killer is the main guy from Lost. Jack Shepard? Yes. He's okay. he's like a psychotic, like, he's trying to be like, oh, wait. Like, he's trying oh, to be right? like a serial killer like Ooh. that. But Tyler Perry is Alex Cross trying to take him down. It's not good. I think, <laughs> I, I think you might like that. <laughs> I, I'd be much more apt to see that than in one of the Than videos. a Medea movie, yeah, yeah. Because... Yeah. There's, there cannot be anything redeemable about that. My in-laws, my my mother and father-in-law went to see uh, Boo, a Madea Halloween, and they walked down the middle of it. They hated it. Good. I'm like, well, why are you watching oh, that? God. Yeah, why? Well, I'm like, why? Did you? they have a movie pass? <laughs> no. Is that, was that this wasn't around back then. Okay. <laughs> uh, according to Box Office Mojo, <laughs> 16 Blocks is the seventh highest-grossing film in the category Dirty Christmas Cop. Movie. Oh. I just did this one like two weeks ago. Dirty Cop. Number one is The Departed. Ah, yes. And finally, 16 Blocks was the 86th highest grossing film of 2006. Number one that year. Wow. This is every year from now on. For the, I guarantee you. Oh. Maybe not this year. Okay, it's, it's a superhero movie. So it's not, it's not a superhero movie. Oh. So this is back then when they weren't coming out anymore. Okay. It's Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest. Uh, that's all the same. Every, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, these past three years, it's been Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. And then before that, it was probably like. They're going to be epic sci fi. Avengers, Avengers. Or, wait, is Pirates sci fi? Would you consider that sci fi? No, it's action adventure. Okay. But it's, it's in the vein. Yeah, it's in, it's all the same thing. Yeah. It's an epic world they've created. Yeah. I saw 16 Blocks on uh, Amazon, Adam. Ah, yeah, as did I, man. So, if you're going to watch anything on Amazon, go to our website first, ratpack.productions, ratpackpodcast.com, either or. Uh, on the website, once you get there, there's an Amazon link, a uh, little banner there, a little ad- advertisement, if you will. Click on that. takes you to Amazon. You do your shopping as normal. doesn't cost anything extra, but uh, we get a little percentage out of anything that you spend as long as you click that link first. So, appreciate that. That's 2006's 16 Blocks, directed by Richard Donner. Check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoilers Show. Check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie will go to the top of our list and we'll watch it before any other requests. Next week, we're going to watch a comedy. Oh, is that right? We're watching Tammy, starring Melissa McCarthy. Oh, yes. That's right. Because Melissa McCarthy has a new movie coming out. Yeah. Uh, Tammy is directed by her husband. Her husband is in all her movies. He's a field marshal or whatever? He's, uh, did you watch Bridesmaids? Yeah. He's, he's, he's the, the air, air marshal. marshal. Air marshal. That's, That's right. her husband in real life. Right. He, she, she, put, she puts him in every single movie, and this movie he directed. Oh, ah, all right. Yeah. So we're going to be watching Tammy. Uh, Sarah, I told her, I said, we're watching Tammy next week. She goes, ooh, I'll watch that with you. Because she generally doesn't watch these movies with us. Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah. <laughs> Part of the best. But then after that, hopefully, oh, yeah. we might have a guest right. for a movie that I'm going to movie pass. Was oh, that right? 
Well, the new the oh, new shit. version of it, it is coming out. It comes it? out uh, January, March, March. Oh, you got to get it soon. You got to get it soon because it takes like two weeks right, okay. to to get here. Once we're done, let's wrap this up so I can right. get there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so next week, get ready for Tammy. Yeah, man. With Melissa McCarthy. Do you find Melissa McCarthy funny? Uh, at times. Or do you get? Do you think her shtick is like, oh, she fell down? Ah ha ha. It, it's 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 fine to a point, uh, and then it gets excessive. Mm. Uh, it's small doses, I guess, is uh-huh. the way I, I can explain it. Did you watch Spy? That's what I mean. <laughs> for, for the first part of the movie, I was kind of like, oh, you're irritating. And then, and then it once it got into like more action-y things, but that wasn't so much comedy. It was more mm-hmm. just like a, whoa, didn't see that coming. Then I started enjoying it more. I just like the, that it made fun of like all the James Bond movies, yeah. like, like the, the, the ridiculousness of it. But I also – I remember seeing parts of Heat and not knowing that a comedy was on. Like uh, my, my sister was watching the next room, and uh-huh. I was like doing some computer work, and I kept, I just kept overhearing it, and I'm like, and then I eventually go like, "What are you watching? What is this Sandra Bullock movie?" You're like, "Oh, this is Heat." Heat. That's supposed to be comedy, right? Like, yeah. But she wasn't laughing either, and oh. so, so it just, it just, I don't know. Maybe she was asleep. I don't know. But it just, I remember thinking like, "Okay, this supposed to be comedy." And then was that spy identity theft? That oh, was identity theft. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Okay. So hit or miss. Uh, so she's hit or miss with you. Doses. She, yeah, well, in Bridesmaids, did you like Bridesmaids? Yeah, I did. Well, she's not the lead in Bridesmaids. Exactly. Yeah. This, this is the, uh, the, the, the fat Amy theory. The, yeah, and the Andy, Andy Chen, uh, uh, hangover theory. Oh, yeah. Is his name Andy Chen? No, it's, uh, Chong? what is his name? The, the, the Asian guy. Yes. He was also in, uh, Community. Uh-huh. Uh, like, oh, he was hilarious. Let's give him the whole movie now. Yeah. No, he's not funny in the, by himself. Yes. He, he, oh, his, his actual name is Ken Jong. Ken Jong, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in community, even when he started getting more, uh, like a more. Oh yeah, he roles, started like, getting more screen yeah, time. No, then it became. I, I didn't like him. I didn't like him that much. The more prominent he became on the show, the less I enjoyed his character. Mm-hmm. It, you need those small doses, otherwise you overdose. That's what I hated about Pitch Perfect too. Yep, same thing. Too much. They they realize, holy shit, we got to get Fat Amy. Yep. Way more lines, way more story. Nope. Yep. Nope. Don't need to. Just give her the little jokes yep. here and there. If she's saving your movie, then your movie's in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> she should be. She should be spicing your movie. Yes. Oh, real quick, because you brought up Community. Uh, real quick tangent. There on Hulu, they made this documentary about the Dana Carvey show. Do you know what the Dana Carvey show is? Yes. I heard it was revolutionary. It, uh, it, it was a it was a sketch comedy show. Right. But the reason that show is famous is because who was on the writer staff? I don't know if I told, ever told you. I think Ben Stiller was on there. No, not Ben Stiller. Oh, no? Uh, the writing staff of the Drew Carey show. And I think – Dana Carvey. Not Drew Carey. Yeah. Dana Carvey. I think the writing – I think the show only lasted like 14 episodes. But the writing staff was Dana Carvey, obviously. Right. Steve Carell. Louis C.K. Louis C.K. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Colbert. Right. The guy who's Triumph the Insult Comic Dog. Robert Schmeigel. Schmeigel and yep. Starburns from Community. <laughs> that's right. That, that's, like, that's like a fucking murderer's yeah. row of writers. That's good stuff. For 14 episodes, they worked in one unit, yeah. in one little room. But then Dana Carvey went all Master of Disguise and... Uh-huh. Uh... Yeah. Which you can also watch in our archives. Uh, yeah. That's the one that I almost quit. That's right. The show. <laughs> I almost quit the show over that one. So until next time, check out Tammy. And until next time, this is Hollywood. I'm Adam. Adam.